Welcome to Everything Scary 3 a.m. And I'm Ms. John. With me, as always, is Mandy. Hello. Is Addy... Oh, oh, I oh, did. Yeah, Sorry. good. I you got in there. Off. I was all excited no, about it. I'm glad. I'm glad you're excited because I'm glad that we're excited about watching this next movie because uh, I, I actually did really want to watch this one when it came out in theaters. Yes. And we didn't get to watch it. And of course, it went to Netflix limbo. It did. Like, and, then, and then, of course, that was the time that I canceled my Netflix. So we didn't have Netflix for a while because, you know, marriage. So well, it wasn't even that. It's just Netflix sucked. Well, like yes. they kept jacking up the prices, and then it was like, yeah, you I can watch. I, I think I watched Wednesday, and God, that was the was... last thing I watched. So I didn't have it for for. I mean, I didn't. I, I stopped having it for a little while. It was like at least like three months. But that still saved like me that. like <laughs> quite a bit of money. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to be watching 2023's The Pope's Exorcist. Uh, this one is, is, looks kind of weird. I'm excited because freaking Russell Crowe, like how could you not get excited about Russell Crowe? Well, I was kind of blown away by one of the other people who are in this one, but we'll get to that in a second one. Uh, this one is actually directed by, uh, Julius Avery. Uh, he did the 2022 Samaritan one. That one's the one where it's Sylvester it's, Stallone. Yeah, and he's like that one was like direct to to Prime. Yes, I think it was. yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then we had uh, 2018's Overlord, which, which I love that movie. Yep. And then Son of a Gun from 2014. I don't know I've that never one. Never heard. Of the rest of the movies that he's made are pretty much shorts. Oh, okay. So okay. I was like, that's oh, okay though. We like wow. shorts. We're well, we're big fans of shorts. No, it's just the fact that he he's you know these are not horror movies. Yeah. You know, that's the part well, that Overlord weirds me was. Out. Overlord was, I, was a horror movie. Yeah, that one is. But Samaritan definitely was. Samaritan. Wasn't. Eh, well, we it's, still uh, really watched that one. It's definitely got some genre stuff on there. Uh, yeah. This one also comes f- from writer uh, Michael. What is that? Petroni? Uh, yes, Michael Petroni. Yeah. Sorry, there was an S above it, and I didn't know if yeah, that meant no, starring. Yeah, that was the. I wrote it on there. Oh, wrong. okay. Anyway. So yeah, so that's Michael Petroni. But he did uh, the Chronicles of Narnia. I think that one's number three, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. I have no idea. Okay, and then he did uh, the Book Thief from 2013 and 2011's The Right, which I love. The Right, yeah, which is <gasps> the funny. One with Anthony Hopkins, because this also has something to do with the church. That is true. Yes, and The Right is so freaking good, and Anthony Hopkins is so freaking good in it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Now I'm even more excited. And then it is also written by Evan Stiliotopoulos. To Topolis. To Topolis. <laughs> I was like, what the? That was a Godzilla throwback. Yeah, it's uh, 2014's uh, Hercules, the one with the rock in it. Uh, 2017's uh, Beauty and the Beast, that's the live action one. And then 2021's The Unholy. Which I love The Unholy! Which is funny because oh we, yeah, we watched that 104. I am so that excited. Just episode 104. Overall, let's just pause it here and go watch it because I'm so freaking excited right we're now. Getting, we're getting on to it. I'm well, excited. Let, let the people know because this is odd because it had three writers. The last one being uh, R. Dean McCreary. 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 Yeah, that one's a <laughs> fun one. Uh, from 2019's Fanboy. So it just... It Didn't feels you like odd. fanboy? Uh, no, that's fanboys. Oh, okay, uh, sorry. Plural, one, plural. Yeah. My bad. But of course, this one is starring Russell Crowe from uh, 2000's Gladiator, 2012's Les Mis, uh, and of course, 1995's Virtuosity, where he was Sid, the uh, what serial killer turned to. Yeah, it wasn't that like the weird. Oh wait, 1995. Yes, I yeah. do remember that because you were like, oh, this is the most 90s trailer. Oh my god, it was awesome though. And it's like the terrible and he's CGI. So young. And, and he's so young like, in that yeah, movie. I'm so crazy, man. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. This guy's going nowhere. And then and, he plays a crazy uh, uh, road rage yeah, it was, driver, it was, you know, like however many years later, 20 it, years later. It was pretty crazy on that one. Um, he, I, I, I feel weird about him being in Les Mis because he doesn't have the voice for it. He I've played Javert. and Les Mis. Oh, really? Yeah. I watched the um the actual like thing. I tried to read the book and I just I can't. I've I've <laughs> never know. I've never seen Les Mis, which is sad because you know I like, you know some musicals, not all musicals, but some musicals. Okay, then we got Daniel Zavato. Uh, he was from 2016's <laughs> Don't Breathe, 2017's Lady Bird, and 2014's of course It Follows. Ew. Yes, I think he's... is he the main dude? No, I think he's the guy who slept with his mom it... and then Ew. like died. Ew. Uh, what? That was remember like she watches the thing like he he slept with the girl and he's like see nothing bad's gonna happen and then she watches his mom walk into the room and then he gets like gooey like that's how no, the thing kills. I totally don't remember that and probably because I blocked out everything having to do with it. It made absolutely no sense and I was okay, like okay so right. so are they all wearing white are they not wearing white is uh, it turns into your mom and then it turns into goo well, or sometimes it throws you into I'm... the water. 
I don't... I'll probably remember him more from Don't Breathe. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. Uh, Then we also have Alexandra Esso, who is in 2021's Midnight Mass series. Ooh, I wonder who she plays in that. Uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor and Doctor Sleep. All of those movies and shows I freaking love. Except for The Haunting of Bly Manor. That one wasn't my favorite one. That's the second one that... um, Mike Flanagan came out with. Yeah, I think that's why it's because it, I think it's the same girl from uh, the Alexandra Esso. She sounds familiar. It's not the the one where she's like deaf and like somebody's that's trying to hush. break in her house. No, that's Hush. And no, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. But did it have was, it? Did it have that in the tr- the credits or whatever? I, I don't know. I didn't look at that well, part. I saw her thing and I was Jesus. like, okay, just pull up her picture and then I can tell you. Okay, give me a second. But uh, John was not ready. I was ready. I had all the names this, and all the other stuff on doesn't here. doesn't look like you're ready. I, I am fully prepared. Must you sass me? Alexandra. She's uh, midway through on this one. Because uh, the people who are in this. You better pause it for this. Cause no, no. We're going to do Alexandra this. You're the one who insists. Yeah, I don't. She played uh, Wendy on it. And Mildred from the Mildred uh, from the uh, Midnight Mass. Oh, see, she was in the fall of the House of Usher. Yes. So the newest one, which I freaking love. Okay, go back up because let me see her face one more time. Okay. Yep, not ringing a bell. Okay, all right. So, anyways, moving on past that. Who else is in it? Uh, that's it. Actually, uh, the strangest thing to me, well, that's mostly it, uh, but the strangest thing to me is uh, that Franco Nero is in it. Uh, you're not going to recognize it. I, I like the look on your face. You're just like, I have no idea I who like, that is. cool. He is the original Django. Oh. From the movie Django. So not from Django 1966. Unchained. Got it. Just no, the original Django. The original Django. But so he was um, like in a ton of uh, spaghetti westerns. Ah. So and then like he did that transition from like the western part into the uh, the cop movies and all that kind of stuff. So it's he's he's done like 200 movies. Oh, That's It's right really on. weird to see him on here. I was like, oh, Franco Nero. The hell? And you got so excited. I was. This is. It's a. It's a kind of a crazy thing to happen. So I'm excited to be watching this one. It was kind of a hell to get a hold of once we did onto the Netflix. And so it just went on to Netflix. It just went on to Netflix. I haven't yeah. heard anything else about the movie though. I don't remember DVDs coming out about it. I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure it's on DVD. Like I'm sure I it's mean, on you, DVD you now. Would think so, but in fact, maybe we saw it at Walmart or something. I don't remember. Mm. Either way. We're, we, we're seeing it on Netflix. I'm excited about it. We'll let you know if you should buy it or not and try to find it. And, you know, if we should find it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. All right, we'll pause it here and then we'll be right back. Yep, be right back. Bring me the priest. My Pope. There's a case that needs your attention. The church has put this demon before. The Vatican covered it up. Why? You've been playing a mutual cafe. You're digging too deep. Who will defend you? My faith does not require defense. The Pope's Exorcist, rated R, in theaters April 14th. And we're back. We are back. So, I enjoy this movie a lot just because I, I liked Russell Crowe in it. Like, really, Russell Crowe was so good in this movie. He did a great job on it. Yeah. Like, just great. Just great acting. Great acting all around, really. Everyone did a really good job in this movie. I don't think I could see this, like, as a... a like, I, I couldn't see somebody else doing it, which is weird to me. That is weird. Russell Crowe is like... You know, this, is, this isn't really a Russell Crowe, like, character. You know, it's not... I mean, even, uh, you know, Javert and, and uh, it, the, uh, the Gladiator and all the other kind of stuff that he normally plays. I, I guess you could say he did, like, uh, I, I don't know, like a... I don't know if it was a beautiful mind, but it was along. It was like one of those things. He did Cinderella Man, mm-hmm. uh, so but even those were were solidly masculine, you know, kind of things. This one was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, I'm an, I'm an Italian. It's a crazy. <laughs> he's like, the... do you know any jokes? You need to learn some jokes. He's did like, you read my books? He's like the, the uncle. They're good. He's like the funny uncle. It was kind of weird so he's he's a scooter riding and literally it's it said earthy scooter riding humorous practical man and it, we get introduced to him as he drives up it's um what early 1986 or 1987 something like that this, so. this takes place in like the like the late 80s. 80s yeah, yeah. uh and uh he drives up to this this little teeny weeny village i guess in spain maybe italy but it was it was just it's like a village uh, and uh, there's a guy who is, you know, legit 
possessed in this room as far as I could tell, although he was like talking a lot of crap and it was really pretty funny because uh, Russell Crowe was like not believing it like at he's all. Just he's like, like oh, uh-huh. really? He's like, ah, we are, we are legion. We are the, you know, he's like, we, there is no way he would be able to speak English. He, he never learned it. He's like, uh-huh. Do they have a TV? Yes, I believe so. <laughs> like, uh-huh. He's like, uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, okay, let's, cool. let's, let's do this. Neat. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's, he starts, you know, yelling at the demon to jump into the pig. They've got this gigantic pig, which was so, like, you couldn't have picked something smaller, maybe a goat, like a team goat, a, like I mean, a that chicken. A, that was a huge pig. It was a gigantic, it was like a 400 pounder. I mean, that, that's some bitch, like, I, I don't, that was so weird. <laughs> Either way, he's like, he's like, he's oh like, yeah, I bet you can't jump into this pig. I bet you can't. I and, bet you can't freaking do it. And the demon's all like, oh Yeah. Totally could, and it turns out that the guy probably wasn't, you know, in, like, he didn't need an exorcism. He probably was a little crazy, because, like, five seconds after, you know, the whole, like, rah, the pig squealing, and the, they're really building it up, uh, Russell Crowe, like, looks at a guy who puts a double-barrel shotgun up to the back of the pig and blows it away. I was yeah. like, I was like, Ooh. uh... And then he's just like, ah, don't worry, you're okay. And the guy's genuinely okay at that point. Mm-hmm. And this leads to him having to talk to uh, some kind of, like, Vatican tribunal who was like, so you murdered a pig. And he's just like, hey, look, the guy was crazy. He wasn't, he didn't need an exorcist. He was crazy. But yeah, sometimes so, you need a little theatrics in little, this thing, little okay? theater. Just a tiny bit of, of, of panache. And I was just like, really? Okay. I, it was, mean, I guess that works. It was fun. And so basically what the what the church is telling him is, hey, you know, you, you messed up. And, you know, we're going to be keeping our eye on you, basically, more or less. That's what they were getting around to. And eventually he's like, you know what? You know who's my boss? The Pope. So if you have a freaking issue, go talk to the Pope, my boss. And if so, of course, it was like the 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 whitest like waspiest dude that they could possibly pick the guy who looked like he was gonna like is like oh yeah i'm i'm he's gonna he he like the cardinal who's talking shit to him yeah the yeah, american yeah. guy sullivan yeah. is like oh yeah he goes and like knocks like the books out of the nerdy cardinals like hands and stuff like that yeah and he's just like yeah now we're gonna go ahead and praise god and he's he like jumps into his corvette you know convertible <laughs> yeah and drives off to the mall <laughs> Like he looked like a bad guy from an '80s movie, he did. which really he looked fit like the because, bully. He looked like yeah. the bully from the '80s movie because it's the '80s because it takes place in the '80s. Thank God. Uh, and that's when we're kind of introduced to I don't know their names. I know Henry. Uh, oh, but, uh, Julia. Was that the name of the mom? Yes. Okay, and then daughter. Uh. I guess Amy. 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 Okay, there we go. So we're introduced to the. People, because I don't think we even got a last name, because they didn't even say anything about the the like the, the dad's dad. name. Yeah, no, I, I don't even think that popped up. But so what happens in this is uh, these uh, American people, family, drive up to a Spanish abbey that has apparently been in the family of the husband who recently died in a car accident. Horrible freaking car accident, Ugh, uh, which we get awful. to see a little bit of, you know, because we flash back through. Henry's uh, remembrance of it because Henry was in the car too and he hasn't been talking uh, for a year uh, which goes to Amy being an asshole and then Julia the mom uh, trying her best she's just like please just help me like I'm this is so difficult already please just watch your brother and Amy is stealing smokes from the creepy construction, construction workers, workers and just being a douche. Because what they're going to do is go ahead and flip that abbey. They're going to flip the abbey and sell it. Uh, but the construction workers are, are having a hell of a time and they're getting really creeped out by the place. And blown up. Yeah. yeah well, you know, unfortunately, they yeah they found a, uh, a weird uh, door. And uh, apparently in Spain in the 80s, the way that you're like, oh, man, I wish I had a little bit more light. Quick, throw a flare in there. I was like, what? And it just goes completely. Why does he have just, a, what does he have a flare? Just a huge you boom. You could have shown me like, oh yeah, no, it smells kind of funny down here. And then the guy lights a cigarette. You have already established that he has cigarettes. Oh, true. That would have you been. Know, it yeah. would have been easy to do. Or like, oh, don't worry. I've got my lighter. We can just put that in there. Not, hey, you know, it'd be best to give me some light over here. Road flares. A flare. 
Yeah, that was yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we let it burn for twenty minutes. Like, it's it's not like you know Tomb Raider two where you had the flares and they went out in like three seconds. Yeah. Like, I was like, all right, well, whatever. Well, unfortunately, in the undercroft of this uh, this abbey, there is a door with the papal seal on it that seems to have a crack in it, and uh, yes, it was full of gas because. You know, ah. Kablooey. Kaboom boom. Uh, which causes all the people to uh, who are working on the house to get the hell out of there. And uh, Julia uh, to have kind of an issue because uh, now the kid, Henry, uh, is... Uh, Acting weird. Yeah, he seems to be possessed. And he's legit possessed, which we see as he pukes up a cardinal. Um, So th- that's like not until... Like the full cardinal. That's not until after... After Russell Crowe gets there, though, yes, because they and they do actually take him for like medical procedures and stuff I like they that. Do that to see. Like, right before, though, no, 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 that's right. He he freaks out. And he, he scratches up his yeah. face. They take him in. Uh, they do like all kinds of different they tests him on him, spinal right? taps, and like yeah. M- yeah, MRIs, and and then they just like okay, it's because he's nuts because he watched his dad die. Which I was like, all right, yeah, okay, cool, because dad got a pull through the head. It was a full on Final Destination kill. Yeah, that was like I was like, oh god, and apparently he hasn't talked since then. But he's been st- like, you know, we we flash back to him staring at the back of his dad's head, and the pole that I guess is, you know almost went through his head too, and. I mean, yeah, it's traumatic, but apparently, you know, not traumatic enough to be the the source of the issues for the red eyes, the scratches that say hate on the skin, and the, uh, what was the, the creepiest part was the teeth. I didn't understand what the teeth, the teeth had like these, like weird. It was like meth head teeth. It was like candy corn on his little teeth. I was like, what the hell's happening? Did you put candy corn on your teeth? It was like red, yellow, blue. It was like a gobstopper that was getting melted. It's like, yes, this is truly the work of the devil right there. Uh, or, or the king of hell, at least, which we find out a little bit later. But yes, uh, it's at this point, information goes to, oh no, so they they have a priest there, because the priest was just chilling out, and I guess he was being creepy, because we find out later the uh, the priest is a creep. Uh, but not a, not a, it was just somebody's daughter, but it wasn't like, underage daughter, right? Because that was the part that I was getting weirded out by with him. I don't remember. Okay, I don't think so, though, because we kept seeing her naked, so I assume she wasn't. Um, but uh, the the local priest is there, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and look into him. Yeah, let's, you know, let's, let's see if we, we can do something about this. And he starts talking, oh, because uh, Henry starts damning, like, he's like, I want the priest. And Henry, sh- uh, the, uh, the, the car, the priest shows up and he's like oh hey henry uh, i heard you wanted the priest and he's just like no and he throws him across there he throws him out of the room and he's like not that priest wrong priest and so you know this is whenever we go back to rome with um russell crowe and the what's what's his name the franco nero yes yep as the as the pope and he does a really good pope he does he did, I, he did he, a really good job did you did you feel the gravity of the 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 office at that point because that's like the you know, sometimes you get the Pope, like, you're just like, eh, it's not really the Pope. Like, it's, that's not Popey enough for me. Like, I need, I need, he wasn't, give me some he more He wasn't Pope-ish. old enough for me. Really? Because he, uh, like, I'm trying to remember who came before JP2, but he had a long time. So I, I was just like, eh, it was somebody before that. But uh, this Pope was, it was a good Pope. Frigger Nero was a great Pope, is all I gotta say. And he's basically like, hey, I hate to do this. I may be sending you in harm's way, but I need you to go to this little abbey in, uh, like, how was it? It, was, it wasn't Seville, right? It was just Spain, like someplace in Spain. Um, I can't remember where it was. I kept they, wanting to say They Seville. did say where it was, but I can't remember. Uh, and then it was like, oh, okay. Is that Trippa? Trippia? Something? Something Spain? Anyways. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I want you to check it out. We've had problems with this place before. Uh, so, uh, good luck. And, uh, you know, Russell Crowe being Russell Crowe is, is just super... It's like, cool, I got this. He's like, yeah, I got it. It's all good. He, I liked his, his like, Pope robe. Like, his, his uh, not Pope robe, the, uh, the Cardinal robe that he was wearing, or the exorcism robe that he and had. And it had, like, the little... It had the little patch, but it also had kind of, like, a binding in front, so it was, like, half monk robe, half... Like priest? like priest robe. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's kind of a. I bet that's really we comfortable that, as hell. We, we call that a prunk robe. Prunk robe. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, Russell Crowe gets. Robe? A, I have no idea. Baby. Anyways, maybe meast robe. Meast. Which sounds better. I. I will just continue. <laughs> let let, let on. people vote on it. Yeah. We'll t- <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so it's at this point that, yes, he goes to the Abbey. Uh, Russell Crowe ends up there. He starts walking around. That was kind of weird. Like, he's just like, yeah, uh, oh, nobody's here. Let me just go outside and put holy water on a, a little stole that I, I have. I guess that was his whiskey. Maybe I, he was, like, alcoholing up his No, armpits. no, it, it looked like the... Uh, What's holy water? It looked like the holy water. Oh, okay. So he puts holy water on a little, uh, on like, a little piece of cloth, and he starts rubbing the inside of his armpit. So I was like, Just trying really? to freshen up. Just, just trying to freshen up. Now, mind you, this guy was... On a Vespa this entire time. So sure he's got a lot. I know, but he probably could have gotten a lot of wind. You know, and a lot of bugs in his mouth because he's driving around. Like, without a without a helmet. There was no no plating or anything like that. Well, on he did there. have a helmet, but he it, it, helmet. Was, it was just like the head, the cranium helmet, not so much the face. Ugh. So so that happens. And then this is whenever the, the father comes out to greet him. And he's just like, oh, I didn't realize they were going to be sending you. This is pretty awesome. Like, I've, I've read all the papers. And he goes, what did you think about the books? And he's like, I haven't haven't read the books yet. He goes, oh. The books are good. The, the books are good. Which is a gag. They just kept it's going cute. with it. I it's thought that was cute. cute. Like, you know what, though? I think with all those gags, though, it made him more uh, easier to love. Earthy? Yes. Made it earthy. Or, or, or you know, that, I, I like the way that they said that. But, yes, that's kind of the vibe I got. I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Uh, and so the the problem is is that the priest goes inside of uh, Henry's room uh, and starts talking to him like yeah okay obviously Henry's a little bit crazy because he did ask the mom I was like oh did, did anything happen it's like oh yeah his dad died in front of him and he hasn't talked for you and then this is wherever we actually see his dad dying in front of him which was just awful like ooh it was ooh, it, it was, was pretty it was, pretty ratty yeah it was crazy but the whole point of this is is the setup for uh, the exorcist to be going like okay well this is obviously another just poor demented soul not you know somebody who's actually you know indwelt by the demons uh but he goes in there and he's he's talking to him and the guy the the demon inside I did, of Edward, i did like this part though with the 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 um metal the, the medallion that he has oh, that yeah. he's like the, the back a benediction metal i guess is what it was called because I, I saw that a little bit earlier but yes, uh, he was, and he actually was pissing the demon off. But his eye shifted. Oh, that's, that's right. That's, that's whenever right. his eye shift. It did, and it did a kind of a wacky thing on there, because like the eyes went like meaty, like they turned into very veiny it, uh, stuff, and then it was like cat eyes on the other side. It's like it's like um, it reminded me of like alligator eyes, like yeah. the double, like the double lids or whatever, a little bit, and then they shifted. So it was like, I I thought that it was like the the lid closed or something. And then that's whenever, like, like his eyes went one way and then, like, the demon eyes went yeah. the other way. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. Even I thought, it was, a, I thought was, it was a cool He was out effect. of breath and he was trying to breathe. <laughs> yeah, and, that uh, must have been it. Like, men in black. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that freaks him out. But he does start talking to the, the demon. Like, he just, he keeps going with it. Like, maybe he is just, you know, having a psychotic breakdown. I mean, the, the eye thing, that's, that's one thing. But he hasn't said anything that uh, He's I not like, know. what's my name? You know, like, you, can, you can't tell me that. What's my name? He's like, shut up, Gabe. He's like, ah. But he does crap. call him Gabriel at first. Yeah. And he, then he starts calling him Gabe. But yeah, it was, and he was like, oh, oh. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be back. And he's like, you're such a coward. And then he shows him, that's whenever Whoosh. he shows him his first flashback of the war that yes, he was in. Yes, because he starts yelling at him in German, which is, a, he was saying uh, coward in German, because uh, the father Amaranth, or what is his name? Is this, this, Amorth? Uh, Amorth? Amorth, okay. Uh, Amorth. <laughs> that, uh, that was way off. That, was, <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, but uh, the uh, father Amorth, uh, who is uh, Russell Crowe in this one, uh, was apparently one of the partisans during the uh, Italians, uh, like, in, in Italy, fighting the Nazis and the fascists. Uh, and uh, his entire group got shot to shit, and he survived because he, uh, I guess he didn't get shot, he just like passed out or something I thought he like passed that. out or something yeah because yeah. he had blood on his forehead but it might have been just like oops and he's just like so he has always kind of dealt with the guilt of uh, you know having survived he had that survivor's guilt uh, but uh, he's you know can kind of deal with it because he knows what he's dealing with now he, this this child is, is possessed he has a demon in him we need to draw that out we need to figure out what the demon's name is and so he's talking to, to the family he's talking to the, the father like throughout this this whole thing and then all of this different stuff starts happening it all happens within that place so the daughter um 
I think the daughter's sleeping at one point, and then she starts hearing knocking all around her. Oh, yeah, it's like the first part of shaving a haircut. Yes, you know, yes. The two bits. And then, um, and then the mother actually feels like her husband's arm is around her. That was weird. And so, she gets sucked into the bed. It was really cool. So it did that thing where the, the arm comes out, like, no matter what, you don't see, like, the rest of the body. It was it's like, just like it's coming in through the mattress. Yeah, and it was, like, pulling her in. But, uh, so the... The decision at this point has has been for for um, Russell Crowe's character is that uh, hey I'm going to go ahead and try to exercise this demon. Uh, basically, what we got to do is we got to get it to spill its guts and tell us what its name is, and at that point we can cast him out. Uh, guess what, yo local priest guy, you're with me. Mm-hmm. And local priest guy's like, I don't know how to do any of this. He's like. Doesn't matter. He's like, you have a favorite prayer that you like to say? Cool. Say that one. We're totally yeah. fine with that. He goes, yes, but I, I like to say it in Spanish. Doesn't matter. That sounds good, too. Very close to Let's Latin. just go ahead and do that. Oh, by the way, I need you to uh, confess your sins. And he's like, right now? And he goes, yep. Yep. Because we got to go in there and confess. You know, we got to be fully unsinned. It's got to it's gotta be starting to go after your, your, your sinning. Uh, it'll, uh, oh, it can smell your guilt and it will use that against you. Yeah. So he's, he's like, he's like, I'm sorry. You know, I haven't, uh. You know, please forgive me. I haven't, I haven't, uh, um, dear father, I, I, I haven't uh, been to confession in eight months. And he's like, eight months. He's like, you know what? No, we got to skip. Okay. Look, you know that you've sinned, right? No. Nope. You know that you've sinned. Okay. You good. are a man do, of do God. You, yes. Do you feel do you bad feel about bad. him? <laughs> do you feel bad about him? Okay, good. All right. Then, then you're forgiven. It's like, good. You're forgiven. Let's go. <laughs> it's like, I, no, no, we're not dealing with this. <laughs> I should like the speediest. I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to hear them all. Just, do you feel bad? I was like the the, the, yes. the, the fast food of the, the drive-thru of 15 the 15 sins or less. Let's yeah. move this. Come on. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, they go in there. They start trying to do their whole benediction, get the, uh, you know, Henry out of that stuff. Uh, is this when we start having, the, the father has a, a full-on flash to the... Uh, the girl? The girl? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Um, because the other... Oh, yes. The father does. And then... Uh, um, Oh, the, the Russell Crowe. Russell uh, yeah. Crowe also has the whole the whole flashback thing yeah. of the, the German thing and and, and then, the girl yes. the girl that died. So uh, yeah. So the the fact that he survived is not the only reason why uh, Father Amorth has you know issues. He has guilt over. Uh, he has guilt over this other girl who I f- was like, oh no, what happened here? Because. Immediately, the demon goes after the other priest, who is the uh, the, the Spanish priest, uh, and starts going like, "You were banging your your congregation's You're a panty daughter." Sniffer. Panty sniffing. I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "Okay, so panty sniffing is bad." Well, no, no, he wasn't just sniffing the panties; he was in the panties. So he was banging people's daughters. Except uh, technically, it was just one daughter. I guess, yeah, and apparently she and he was in love with her. Like he even says, like I was yeah. in love with her. Didn't didn't love her as much to uh, you know enough to get out of the church, but still loved her a lot. Yeah, he's loved like her I, I loved her. I loved God more than her, and I had told he so he had told her, yeah, sure, I'll leave the church if you just put out. And she's like, yeah, of course. And she puts out, and then he's like, just kidding. I still love God. Fooled you. <laughs> Fooled you. Yeah, that's uh, basically what happened. So the, he feels he feels extreme guilt about that. For some reason, though, uh, this guilt is is extended to the point where he decides to choke out a child because uh, the, uh, the the Spanish priest decides I'm going to just choke the hell out of you <laughs> to the point where Russell Crowe has to grab him and be like, "Stop! He's a kid. He's you're going to kill him. Stop it! <laughs> no, shut up! I'm going to I'm going to choke this little bastard." Yeah. So that doesn't work, obviously. Um, so. That's whenever Russell Crowe decides that, you know, so they take a break. Uh, Russell Crowe actually goes outside because he sees something whenever he first got there. He saw something outside that caught his attention. So he goes back out there to investigate. He tells the father to keep an eye out. Yeah. Because he is, hasn't gotten his, he hasn't gotten his ear bit yeah, off yet. Yeah. This is, this is when the three things happen. Also, at the same time, uh, the Pope is getting sick in Rome. He's not doing good because he's also trying to look up everything that's happening with his abbey. While Russell Crowe is running around trying to, to figure out why the hell the 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 point that he makes is uh, that Russell Crowe makes is um, the devil is is obfuscating things. He's he's trying to distract us from what he's really trying to do. So mm. what is he actually trying to do? Let's figure this out. Uh, and that's when so all hell breaks loose. 
Uh, the priest, I guess, feels bad for choking the shit out of the child, so he walks in to try to help him or like to to make sure he's doing okay. That's when the the devil or the the, the possessed the demon, child yeah. bites off the uh, priest's ear. Like just totally, Mike Tyson's him. Uh, the uh, daughter Amy uh, is. That's whenever she gets pulled into the closet yeah, and it's is like thrown around. Amityville. And... Yeah, like it's that yeah. Amityville shit where it's she's like crazy. in the. It's like there's knocking, things are scratching on the walls. She's getting slapped around, and it's pretty bad. The mom starts getting um, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, no, no, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. There you go. Nightmare uh, Street. Where uh, she starts getting yanked into the bed itself. Like, it's pulling her down. There's no crazy blood, though, but she's just getting pulled she's into like, oh, bed. no, I'm so scared. That's when Russell Crowe takes, he uses his teeny little Vespa to knock this gigantic iron, uh, like, plate that is over this well that has the papal uh, signal, or uh, signet on it. So it's got, like, the two keys with the cross on it. Uh, and uh, inside is a bunch of skulls, a bunch of desiccated skulls, and then he throws down a little piece of fire and a giant plume of flame shoots out because that's where the natural gas bucket is. Yes. Uh, so he's like, oh crap, let me go inside. And as he does, he sees the priest... The, Come out with his ear all bitten off and his, then the, the, the they screaming everywhere. So he goes and he saves... Um, he saves, he saves Julia. the mom. Yeah, yes, mom. and or, or yeah. So uh, Kurt Russell saves the mom. The the father, the priest, actually runs over and then cannot open up the door. So here comes Russell Crowe, like I got this, and he goes and then he just like kicks open the door. He's like full like in supernatural. The, in <laughs> day, and he kicks the damn door open. And he's you know screaming at it. It's just like this. You will leave this child of God alone. And the the. You it know, does. It's like, let's her go. In the name of Jesus, it's like, whoop. Oh, okay. Hey, it worked. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they decide to chill out uh, in the chapel. As much as they can chill. Yeah. Uh, mom and daughter are sleeping there. Uh, Russell Crowe and the, the uh, <laughs> priest, what? It's just the part where Russell Crowe's like, you know, you can't always be uh, this pretty in this line of work. Like, oh, you, yeah. Uh, you know, how's your ear? Uh, you guys you know, like, please stop. Sometimes stuff the, happens. No. You can't be beautiful forever in this That's, line of work. I don't, not, please. Please not now. Stop Please, now. please not now. I had a demon uh, try to scratch the crucifix into my eyeball once. He's just like, please no, stop. just stop. Just stop. He's like, oh, you don't like it? Ah, well, maybe you could talk to my friend. And he has one of the heads, one of the fucking heads that uh, was cut off inside of that well. The well. And he like tosses it at the priest like, what the hell <laughs> he's like a weird uncle he Come really on. is he's like we gotta figure uncle. out what's going on down there and so they do so they go down there and they see all this crazy shit so they they open up the uh the passage that the idiots set fire on themselves beforehand the uh the the construction workers and behind it is a giant door a gigantic door uh, with the papal seal on it. So they knock that some bitch down and we see that it's a whole mess of just bodies hanging up in the, the rafters. Apparently what had happened was this was one of the places where the Spanish Inquisition was going on. And the person inside of the giant cage in the center of the room was actually uh, an exorcist or, or a Lord confessor or something like that. And uh, he uh, wrote up a whole listing, and he he had like his, you know, the reason why he was in a cage was because it was trying to protect himself. There was also a whole wrought iron gate on the other side uh, that uh, was pretty rowdy. It had like spikes like pointing out and stuff like that. It's like, oh no, they do this when the the exorcism fails, and they can't do anything else but but try to hide it. He's inside of that cage because it's protecting himself. But we need to get in through that door. So I genuinely want to know how that was protecting him whenever there are giant holes. I, it's how it's supposed to do it. I don't know. I mean, uh, he could easily like reach through there. could have, but it didn't. <laughs> so uh, inside, the, he, he tells the priest, the the, uh, the Spanish priest, to go ahead and open up the door. And he's just like, I can't. I don't know what's going on. Click, click. It's not working. It's like, ah, we need a key. So he starts shaking down the, the corpse inside of the, like, the cage to figure out where the key is. And it's inside the guy's stomach. So he swallowed it before he's he like, died. He's like, oh, okay, don't worry. And it's a giant fucking key. So the fact that he swallowed that thing down is, is ridiculous. He, it is he probably choked on it, four, died, and then it like just went just bloop. 
after the, the centuries. Yeah, eventually. Because I think they said something about it being 1450 or something like that. It was a long time ago. Uh, so they fish the key out of the guy's stomach by punching through the outside of it. Uh, open up the door and then they walk into one of the rowdiest, like, demonic possession like catacombs I've ever seen. It had like five pillars and each you know one had like this horrifying scratch work on the outside and of like it. And like pentagrams and yeah. And uh the, like in the center of it, it you know it reminded me of the order. Okay, yeah. A like, little bit. That's yeah. what it reminded me of. So, it reminded like, me of, of a Del Toro like a Hellboy thing to okay. me. So yeah, yeah, yeah that kind of vibe on it. But and yeah, so there I was like, see there, that was like the a, order. there was like a giant like um like a giant rock throne that somebody was sitting on and then that person i guess who was who was one of like the, the one of the main exorcists um that they find out has like this huge staff oh yeah he had a big big staff with a little crown on it and there was like a, a giant seal on the back side and, and on the other side was a uh an iron maiden so i guess they were like putting people in the iron maiden and dribbling into the central pool of gick that was down there gross uh and that's when uh they find a little journal and inside the journal is uh basically a walkthrough of everything that's going on so during the the spanish inquisition is the sin that the demon keeps telling is is going to eat them up for what happened was was this priest this exorcist was one of the best exorcists but he got indwelt by the demon uh literally the same demon that is inside of henry upstairs right now uh, and he used his his position inside of the church to get the Spanish Inquisition going, and it killed hundreds of thousands of people. Just it was it was terror, and it was one of the biggest shames that the the church ever had to deal with. Well, that whole thing was instigated by a demon, and it wants to do that again. It also wants to find the two hundred other demons, or uh, one hundred ninety nine other demons. There are two hundred demons, two hundred specific demons that fell to earth. And uh, this is one of them. In fact, it is the big one of them. It is Asmodeus, uh, the king of hell. Uh, and now with that knowledge, uh, Russell Crowe and the Spanish priest are going to go ahead and, and exercise this demon because demon ain't happy. Uh, this whole time while Russell Crowe and the Spanish priest are doing this, uh, the sister, Amy, is missing. Gets from, possessed. Yeah. yeah. So she gets, they, they do kind of this weird like twins act where they're, they're saying the same thing over and over again. Uh, and thankfully, uh, she's... Julia sees what's going on, grabs a hold of her daughter and pulls her away, and that left Amy... Like, so she's she's suddenly not possessed anymore. Mm-hmm. But it gave her enough wherewithal to pick up the needle that her mother was going to knock everybody out with. Because she's just like, okay, I'm gonna. Everybody's got to go night night right now. Because I don't, I can't deal with this shit. I haven't had enough sleep. Uh, and she jams it. The the sister, the I guess 14, 15 year old sister, jams that into the child's jugular, which this needle is about an inch and a half long. It is the biggest goddamn needle I've ever seen on on one of these things. But she jams it into the kid's neck. Doesn't cause a problem. But is able to administer the drug and everybody's okay. And then they wrap the child's up, uh, you know, arms up so that he can't get out and cause more mischief. Uh, but doesn't really help. Uh, that's when uh, the uh, demon starts flinging everybody around and uh, pushes uh, uh, the mom up against the wall, turns the daughter's head around, which was almost all the way around. Well, it so, was completely around. So he, so he, they do, but he does all that though before she stabs him in the neck. Yes, oh, and that's uh, that's how did they they get that because on? he said his name, so they said his name downstairs, oh, okay. and then he starts screaming. He lets the daughter Aye. go and the mom, and that's when they knock. His that's ass whenever out. they knock his ass out. Yeah, and then they run away, and everybody's just kind of like, okay, what do we do now? Well, Russell Crowe's like, don't worry, we got the name now. I'm gonna go ahead and take we got care of this. this. Here, take uh, a hold of this pendant. You know, Spanish priest. It's a uh, uh, you know a really good. Uh, protective amulet, you know, thing. And, uh, oh, we actually also have uh, Russell Crowe give his uh, his confession, which was he felt really bad about this girl, this girl that we keep seeing. That I, I'm like, what did he do to this girl? He failed her. That was Russell Crowe's big guilty sin, was when he was younger, he was 
he was it ninety eight percent of the uh, the the files that he gets uh, are people with just mental, mental problems. Illness, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he tries to to hand over this case of this girl who's like, oh, I'm I have the devil in me. He, the the devil comes and fucks me, you know, every night, and it's his his face is like yours or something like that. That was mm-hmm. weird. Uh, he and says, then she, who, who does it? And she says, you. And then she, you know, puts a cardinal's head into her mouth and bites the head off. Well. And eats it. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was that was hard to watch. So, Russell Crowe leaves her to the, like, to somebody else to, to, to get taken care of. Well, it turns out what was happening was she was being molested, and I assume by, by, a, by a priest. By a priest. Mm-hmm. Uh, which Russell Crowe didn't know about, but he did try to get a doctor a psychologist to help her and then they covered it up yeah well unfortunately she decides to kill herself uh takes it tries to do a you know half gainer off the uh the top of the the uh the tower there uh and slams into the uh the ground with uh her blood pulling out into little angel wings behind her Mm -hmm. and russell crowe feels really bad because he's like well i i should have done something about that well he didn't well that's kind of a you know it sucks. I'm sorry, Russell Crowe. You you're absolved. You you know you you did everything that you thought you were you're able to do. It's time to go to work. And he's like, all right, time to go to work. And they do. They actually get this like whole kind of gearing up sort of thing uh, going on where he's passing off the amulet. He puts uh, he anoints uh, everybody mm-hmm. uh, with uh, the mother and the daughter. Yep, and the uh, the priest with uh, oil. Uh, and they go in there and they're. Going to cast that demon out. They start doing it, and it gets rowdy. Uh, fuck. Russell Crowe has a full-on freakout. Well, because he keeps showing him that same girl, and even though he's been absolved, he still feels bad about it. Yeah. So that happens. Uh, the priest gets picked up by his cloth, by his sacred well, cloth. He also sees, the priest uh, sees the girl that he was having sex oh, with. Oh, yeah. Big, completely big, naked. Big booby girl. And she's like, come on. You know, we're going to have sex now. And he's just like, no. And that's when Russell Crowe's like, no, you can't. No, it's bad for you. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, the daughter unfortunately amy is uh gets possessed again yep she's devil possessed so she runs over and starts beating the living shit out of mom that's when uh russell crowe is just he is slammed up against a uh armor and the whole time uh the asmodeus child who's, who's got just blood red eyes right now and looks really sickly uh is like you're gonna you know you're gonna let me in and i'm gonna f with everybody after that i'm like oh Okay, that's interesting. And so Russ Crowe's like, fine, go ahead. Yep, do it. And so this whole time, though, the uh, the Pope, what it the Pope does? He uh, he pukes blood onto the the this the bitchy cardinal, mm-hmm. and uh, that guy also sees uh, the uh, big uh, crucifix uh, dripping blood, and he freaks out from mm-hmm. it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the demon goes into Russell Crowe. And Russell Crowe is proceeds to fight him as much as he possibly can. To... At the same time, though, they're they're uh, they're getting everybody else out. So yeah. because by this time the son is not possessed anymore because now it's in Russell Crowe. So Russell the Crow. mother, the mother and the daughter get the son out. The the priest, the Spanish priest, runs out, makes sure that makes sure makes sure that they leave. Jesus, I couldn't say that. And then it, it sends him back inside. The funniest part to me was uh, Russell Crowe. Like trying to kill himself, so he jumps off the second balcony with a noose that he just like makes in like three seconds, puts it around his neck. He jumps off the balcony, doesn't kill him, and the demon's like, "No, no, you're gonna my my priest pig is going to go into the Vatican for me. It's gonna get me to go into the Vatican." Yeah, and he like knocks him off to the side. I was like, "Well, that sucks." Uh, and Russell Crowe proceeds to run down into the catacomb. Uh, underneath everything and through and, and the whole time he's doing it he's seeing a bunch of cardinal birds and then he just really freaks out about you know like a whole bunch of stuff well the uh it's, it's just having a terrible time mm-hmm. and, and the the priest ends up running after him and is trying to find him this entire time well he's having you know russell crowe's having like this extreme internal battle between the the demon and himself and so he's like having this whole battle and then they show what is just a really pretty scene that that was supposed to be very religious and very meaningful. And that's so he's down in the catacombs and then he sees the Virgin Mary come up out of the 
out of the pool. Yeah, the pool of Gick. And it's like, oh, it's it's the Virgin Mary. And it does look she's like protecting the Virgin Mary. Him. And then it turns out it's the girl who killed herself and she's like screaming at him. And, and then that's whenever he gets fully possessed. Yeah. And that's when the uh, Spanish priest runs downstairs, sees Russell Crowe sitting on the uh, the the chair, the the little throne, the throne. that uh, the guy, uh, you know, the previous uh, indwelt exorcist had made, and uh, they start to battle. They do the big drive out scene. We get uh, some, you know, Doctor Strange uh, pretty cool fire visuals. sparkles on it. Yeah, it's pretty cool visual. It's pretty rowdy. Uh, the the, the hellhole. Oh my god, that was so geeky. Um, the, they get to the point where they're able to drive out Asmodeus as far as they can tell, but then the individual demons come back. The, the sins, the guilt mm-hmm. demons. Uh, the poor, poor Spanish Padre gets thrown into a, the Iron Maiden and out of the Iron Maiden because the bloody form of his, like, girl that he slept with and, you know, let on. Uh, the other one, uh, is, you know, Russell Crowe's, you know, creepy Virgin Mary you know, like psycho girl. Uh, and they're all screaming at each other. That's when the, the medallion that Russell Crowe handed to the priest, uh, is brought back up and he slams that against the forehead of the bloody ex-girlfriend who explodes. It, it is literally a balloon full of blood. She pops like Steven Dorff in blade <laughs> and it gets all in the priest's mouth. <laughs> straight up in there i was just uh, like oh my god if which you, if you ever have anything like if you ever need to explode anything above you just close your mouth close your mouth uh and breathe int- out like close your as mouth as much and- as you can it, it is it is like the sequence from uh club dread where they're like no close close your legs together otherwise the water will shoot right up your butthole and kill you and then, like, one of the guys jumps down like oh, oh my butthole it was that was the girl <laughs> somebody she's like oh my butthole <laughs> I can never forget that. Uh, and then, as though he were like flipping a, you know, the gun that was on the floor uh, during the uh, the robbery to the other cop, uh, the priest reaches over and grabs the, the big crucifix and gives it to Russell Crowe, who uh, burns out the creepy Virgin Mary uh, girl into the the uh, the gick lake, which immediately turns into a brimstone one, and now the two priests are standing up, and they're both rebuking the devil, and he gets shoved back into the, the hell. hell. They go to hell. And that's when Russell Crowe pulls out his little whiskey flag, and he's like, ah, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Yay! Yay! Here, you want some whiskey? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, I do. Uh, the interesting part about this is the denouement is all about Russell Crowe getting put into a group of, like... It's eight, just him. It's just him and the young priest. Well, it's him and the, the young priest who are going to go look for the other 190 demons. 190 demons. But they, they go down and it's like the, the monk sequence from... Uh, that in Helsing, Helsing. Yeah. yes, yes. Where they're they're all like they've got people like you know, all the the priests. It's cyber priests, uh, cyber cyber uh, monks, and they're all staring at like different microfiche and looking at turning on these Apple II E's because it's 1986. Uh, you know they've got this giant statue. It's so cool in the center of this room that is like they chipped out part of it and it has like a skull underneath. It was really rowdy. I have no idea what it was, but they also have like. Asmodeus's game plan now, and they have the weird little um, Osmodeus. Osmodeus, Asmodeus. I don't know, but it had uh, it had the um, the the map that Asmodeus had of all of where oh all his people were, <laughs> and then they had translated that onto another map. It's like we found the other one hundred and ninety nine places where the Lord is not allowed in the world, and we will kick out each one of these demons. And Russell Crowe's like, that would be too much for one priest for an entire lifetime, but two, I don't know. Spanish Padre, you want to do this? Yeah. Are we bad enough dudes to banish the devil? Yeah. He's like, let's go to work. Let's dun, dun, go dun, to dun, hell. Dun, dun, that was, that dun, was the last dun, part, though. Yes. Let's go to hell. And then it shows Russell Crowe later walking around. Like, With his little red glasses on. Which, yeah, it was a little, little, hat. little Helsing-y. Uh, and uh, we get to know, oh, he he was the, the, like, the same information that we had already gotten before, which was... This guy was the exorcist from the time, you know, like 1986 until the time of his death in 2016. 2016, yeah. yeah. And uh, he wrote many books. They the were books good. were good. They were good. It was cute. It was it was a cute I, show. I liked it. 
Oh, I mean, I, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoy a lot of the stuff with... I, I loved Russell Crowe's banter. I liked even the Spanish priest kid, uh, although he was not... His character was not memorable enough for me to do anything with. Like, Well, Russell Crowe was memorable, and I oh, thought yeah. that was, like, the yeah, whole... That was really kind of the point of it. I mean, we couldn't even remember, like... The, the everybody else's names, because it was just like, whatever. Except for Henry. Yeah. But that's because they, they kept, kept yelling saying it. it. Yeah. yeah, repeatedly. And it, that that child had the same like rubbery face look when before he got turned into it like the kid from Cujo. You know, like what, I was just did, like, oh my god, he did a good job though. Like that he, was that was good acting. Like previous, that was pretty, pretty terrifying. I don't know. He reminded me of the kid from Mask. <laughs> like it just it was he was it was a little Eric Stoltze. All right, what are you gonna rate it? Oh, this one I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'll give it eight. Uh, you know, Hail Marys out of ten. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to give it, um, we'll do uh, nine Cardinals with their heads bitten off out of ten. You liked it? I really like this movie. You know what? You know why I liked it, though, so much? Is is because of um, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yeah. He really kind of put it together. My big issue is is whenever they do these, these you know, the, the exorcism movies, they always have a part where the... the... Did I say Kurt Russell? No, you didn't. A couple you of said times? Russell Okay, Crow. I feel, I feel yeah. like I, I thought I did. In my the... head, I keep saying Kurt Russell. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the interesting thing to me is that for the the exorcism stuff, they always do the thing where it's like, oh uh, yeah, whatever priest, uh, you know, I saw you having, you know, kissing Cindy behind the school lockers. No, no, you didn't see me do that. Oh no, I am so ashamed. And this time, Russell Crowe's like, yeah, I did it, and I feel fucked up about it. Yeah, and I, I'm just sitting there going like, can, can we just move on? Well, look, you have been given proof that not only does you know, Satan exists, but God is out there. And everything that you know for a fact to, to push the, de- you can push these devils out. Just focus on that. We will work with the, oh, I feel really bad about, you know, having sex with a girl because I kind of let her on because I'm really pretty. I don't care, man. Just move along. Either you know, way. We, we have other things to do. If the devil is real, you know, then God is real. And that's what it falls I mean, down to. At that point, it kind of, you know, removes faith on that. But, uh, you know, it's it's kind of silly for him to show up on there when the whole point is to, you know, foster unbelief instead of, you know, negative belief. But whatever. You know, we'll just kind of move on with it. I don't know. I think it's just kind of silly. It always pops up in movies like that. And I, I just, I don't believe it. But what about you? Do you believe it? Do you think that uh, that's fine? Do, have you dealt with the devil and had to, you know, him tell you that you... You shouldn't have stolen all them packs of gum from the the Seven Eleven, and that just made you go insane and try to choke a bitch. I don't know. What about it? <laughs> oh let us God. know. Reach out to us. Let us know. Esat3am at gmail.com. That's going to be the best way to reach us. You can also reach us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at esat3am, or you can go to our main website esat3am.com. On there, you can find a little link on the side that says "Leave us voicemail." Click on that. You can leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. But until next time. We'll see y'all later. Yep. See you soon. Bye.